Nun 2 is a sequel, of course, to the first Nun. This is a part of the Conjuring universe. Um, now, with this Conjuring universe, you have the Annabelle mm -hmm. movies, the Nun movies, mm -hmm. and then, of course, the main Conjuring movies. Um, yeah, you also, you also have The Curse of La Llorona, which uh, this director, Michael Chavez, that was his first ver his first film in uh, in this series. He also directed uh, The Conjuring, uh, The Devil Made Me Do It, the third one. Yep. Uh, I did that. So, yeah, he's a, been a part of this whole Conjuring universe for a minute now. Um, so I I don't think I've ever seen the second Conjuring movie, but mm -hmm. I've seen the first one and I've seen the third one. Mm -hmm. um, I have never seen any of the Annabelle movies and I didn't see the nun, the first nun. So mm -hmm. coming into this one, it does have, you know, so I think maybe you need a little bit more context mm -hmm. for this one because it does have some carryover, some characters and things like mm -hmm. that from the first Nun film. Like, for instance, Tessa Farmiga is back again. She is Sister Irene. Um, you also have the character of Frenchie who's in this, who was also in the first film. Um, and the basically you have the demon nun uh, who has returned again. This time she's plaguing uh, France, I think they're in. Um, mm -hmm. She's kind of plaguing that area. This is said in 19. 56 um and she's committing a you know possessing people committing you know and possessing their bodies and allowing them to kind of you know kill a bunch of different people in you know this town of france um and it's up to sister irene to stop it her and a new uh person to join uh the be a nun is storm reed's character who's this who's in this who plays she plays uh, what's her character name deborah who's here who joins sister irene and trying to stop uh the uh evil of What's the what's the demon nun called? Uh, oh, uh, uh, yeah, demon nun is a uh, Volok, Volok, the defiler. Uh, um, so you have there who's who she's trying to stop there. So they're trying to stop it and uh, also save uh, Frenchie, who was the character in the first one as well. Uh, this time, the new setting here is you have a boarding school. To my knowledge, in the first film, it was like a, just mm -hmm. an evil castle that they were primarily yeah, in. Yeah, and, and the first one, it was like a an abandoned uh, monastery. And okay. It was like a in the first one, it was this monastery somewhere in the middle of Romania that was dormant for centuries until World War II happened, and the bombs unleashed this evil on it. And all the sisters died, and and they killed themselves in order to prevent the demon from escaping. Yeah. Um, and the Frenchy character, that's Maurice um, here, who's mm -hmm. back. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of the basic setup of, of this one. Um, and for the most part, I, I kind of feel like this movie, you know, I'm, you know, even with the Conjury movies, which I guess is, you know, I like the first one quite a bit. Wasn't too big of the third mm -hmm. one. This is another garden variety, you know, ghost possession, spooky mm -hmm. type movie that you'll see probably a lot of, you know, the you know, demon pops up. Then you look, <laughs> look at the character, then the demon goes away. You know, demon's going to do some quick kills here and there, show up, stare at you, look kind of creepy, then go away or, you know, something like that's going to happen here. Um, you know, you got to have the person who's possessed, you know, they start. You know, they start doing that like they got that rigor mortis, you know, they start, you know, twitching and shit, mm -hmm. you know, they start looking like Vincent D'Onofrio and Men in Black when he's a cockroach, <laughs> you know, you start, gotta start, start, start doing that pop and lock dance. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so that all those elements kind of are here with this. Uh, Radiant Maturity says, spoilers for the first nun, nothing mm. happens. Um, 
that's kind of sometimes how I feel about a lot of these ghost possession yeah, movies. That's just like yeah. that's how I feel about a lot of these supernatural like ghost possession movies because so much of it is just kind of biding time until you get to the third act where shit gets crazy. And that's kind of and that's really how I felt about this movie. Except there were some things I liked a little bit more. Like I only just recently saw the first nun and i think it's a very mediocre movie that nothing happens until that third act where shit is hitting the fan and that's when it really leans into that fun spook house kind of uh formula that made the conjuring movies work so well and for almost an hour and 20 minutes because this movie is an hour and 50 minutes long no it doesn't really get interesting until the last 30 minutes of the movie. You get, of course, some, you know, cheap uh, scares here and there. You get some incredibly well-done set pieces, like, that would have been really cool if we didn't see them in the trailer first. Like the entire scene with the magazine stand where you get some cool visual stuff. I thought that was really effective, and I wish I was seeing it for the first time in the movie and not in the trailer. Mm. Yeah. And I, I do like Tessa Farmiga here. I do mm -hmm. like her. I think she's doing a very good job here. Um, and her kind of facing this demon. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's funny when you know she kind of gets tasked again to do it, and she's like, I ain't doing that shit. She's trying to nope out of there. And it was refreshing to see Tessa Farmiga get to play against type because so often she kind of gets cast as like the the like other like not your not a typical uh, teenage girl kind of archetypes those really annoying teenager archetypes that you see in a lot of uh, horror stuff that she played basically for most of her run on American Horror Story and getting to see her here and playing this very humanistic and very uh, uh, kind-hearted nun in the face of this unspeakable evil I thought really worked well and was a real standout of the first movie as well Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, she's a little bit more mature here and she has taken more, more of a maturity role because she's kind of mentoring uh, the sister Deborah character. It's played by Storm Reed, who's here. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I kind of I kind of really liked her quite a bit. Storm Reed is, is fine here. I don't think they give her a whole lot to mm -hmm. do quite a bit. Um, but, you know, Storm, you've seen her kind of another thing. She was just in the movie this year that Missing that just came mm. out this year that I thought she did a good job in. But there's not really much for her to chew on here. Um, you do have kind of some newer additions like you have um, a mother daughter who Maurice meets because um, he's in Hungary, I think. Right. He's uh, yeah, he he's in France. He's at this like boarding school. uh somewhere in France that he's the handyman at. You have uh, yeah. Anna Popplewell, who I couldn't remember where I'd seen her for up until I just Googled her. And yeah, she was a uh, Susan in the Chronicles of Narnia movies. Okay. Uh, I've never seen those movies, but okay, that's good to know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, have, I have never seen those movies, but yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, so she, you have her, Anna Popowell, who plays Kate in this. She's the mother. She teaches at the boarding school of her daughter, Sophie. Um, and they even try to do something that kind of makes you feel a little sympathy for the, the daughter. Um, you know, like she's got bullies and everything like that. Um, this seems kind of unnecessary, really, to include that element mm -hmm. really that much. But yeah, uh, she's got some, you know, bitch girls that go to her school that uh, bully her for some reason there I mean, uh, have, I mean you have a you know a setting where it involves a school so you have to have some really bitchy kids there as well 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, like I said, up until really kind of the third act where kind of things start happening, going off. Um, yeah, it's just kind of a slow slog to kind of get there. Um, you know, again, let's hear conventional kind of ghost kind of story mm-hmm. where you'll see stuff move and, you know, the ghost moves things there. <laughs> um, nothing really too exciting unless you're just a person that, you know, if you're that easily scared, you know, maybe this is for mm-hmm. you. Um, yeah, there yeah, there were a couple things, scenes in here that made me ju- that got actually legitimately got me to jump. Mm. Uh, but it, I'm not oh. going to say when, <laughs> but, okay. but when it does get into that third act where shit hits the fan, uh, the nun is saying, "You know what? Fuck it. I've I've been bored as hell waiting on this bitch Irene to come to this goddamn school. I'm a fuck with her some more." Mm. Yeah. So. And and also when like when she's trying to figure out like you know how the demon is back and you know what's kind of happened, I feel like I don't know how she comes to a lot of the clues, conclusions mm-hmm. she comes to. Sister Irene, like uh, Tasa from uh, how you say her name? Uh, 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 Tice. I think it's a uh, Tysa. Tysa Farmiga. I don't know how she comes to a lot of the conclusions she comes to. It seems like they just kind of just do like um, this is happening because this. It's like <laughs> I don't know if. I don't know how she kind of got there. I don't know if you feel the same I, way. I, I think in the first one, they mentioned that uh, that the reason that she became a nun was because she had some kind of clairvoyance. Okay. So it, she's is that she, she's kind of like a medium in training, kind of similar to... to uh, Vera Farmiga's to, character. Yeah, Vera Farmiga's character in the Conjuring movies, which okay. the entire time when I was watching both of these movies, I'm like... Seriously, she's so she's not playing younger Lorraine Warren in these movies. I thought, yeah, I thought it was like because I didn't really know much about <laughs> it. This whole Conjuring, you know, or the Nun kind of franchise. I thought she was like the descendant of Laura and, <laughs> from the Conjuring. I thought it was like because it would make sense. I mean, they both look very similar. Obviously, you've <laughs> seen Tasa Farmiga, if you've seen Vera Farmiga, they look exactly <laughs> alike. I mean, they, I mean, of course they're sisters. So of course, but, yeah, it's yeah, like it's, thirty years apart between them. But yeah, they look. A basically identical yeah i mean yeah she looks like a younger version of her sister so um yeah so i was kind of like huh i wonder why you didn't play on that like she's like a descendant of her or something that seems kind of i think they, they kind of do something with that in this one kind of but yeah. even that's kind of a stretch yeah um it seems yeah i don't want to spoil it but yeah it seems mm-hmm. like they yeah maybe they they kind of go with something that kind of because they are looking like the demon the real one of the one of the things that the demon is doing in this is looking for an artifact um, mm. that it can help it. Um, I don't know exactly. I guess make it more powerful, I guess. That's what the <laughs> demon is. Like it's going to make the demon more powerful, mm. uh, I assume. Um, so that's what the demon is doing there and using a human host to help it do it. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, there's some okay kind of moments here. Like you mentioned the scene where she's kind of looking at the newsstand and the page mm-hmm. flipped. Like, that, you know, that's kind of an okay moment. Um, there's a, you know, there's a moment where Doja Cat kind of shows up and you'll, you'll know the scene where I'm talking about, um, you know, when that kind of happens, uh, which is kind of good. It, it, it kind of reminded me of The Conjuring 2 in that they were trying to create this other new horror icon. It just didn't hit as hot, hit as well. Because yeah. I think, I think there's something that James Wan understands about, making these kinds of movies that is just really lost on a lot of these other people that he brings in to direct a lot of these conjuring universe films. Yeah. 
Um, and usually, I mean, they're pretty much, I guess they keep, because Annabelle has a trilogy. It did three movies. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know. tip and typically the, the sequels of a lot of these movies have ended up being better than the predecessor because the first Annabelle is nigh unwatchable. It's one of the worst movies I've seen in my entire life. It's one of the wow. worst horror movies. <laughs> and it makes it even more shocking because Annabelle Creation, which is directed by David Sandberg, is legitimately awesome. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. Sometimes, yeah, you can maybe have a good one of these kind of sequel, you know, horror movies that can be kind of good. Um, I imagine maybe they're going to do a third one because I imagine the budget's not too high for a lot of these spinoff, you know, movies there. And so they'll make its budget back and they'll, they'll do a third nun movie. Um, so. Yeah, they'll do that. Um, so, uh, yeah, like I said, if you maybe are looking for some quick scares, you know, maybe this will interest you. But I don't think you should go to the theater to go see it yeah. that much. Mm -hmm. um, I think it'd be yeah. more of like a stream it. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at with this as well. This is a very this is a very fun stream it. I mean, depending on what kind of crowd you get when you if you see it in a theater, it could be fun. Mine was, you know, the worst. They were like frat guys talking throughout the whole movie. It kind of messed up my experience, but it this is a perfect movie to have friends over and have a couple beers and watch. Mm. Yeah. Um, so two streamers for the nun two. <laughs>